So let's go to Matthew chapter 6. <clears throat> and today is all about the heart, amen? Because I don't think we should look anywhere else. You know, what's it say? It's not the outward things that cause sin, amen? It's what's in us comes out of us. And so we just need to examine our hearts more and, and, and we need to look at our hearts more and we need to understand how to do that. Amen? Amen. Jesus was a master of the heart, wasn't he not? Yes. He's a master. I mean, John 2 says he knew it was in a man. Yeah. That's just a scary passage right there. He knew the thoughts of people. He told the Pharisees, why do you think such things? That must have freaked out the Pharisees. I'm so glad I don't have that power. That would be an overwhelming power. And I hope that Jesus could turn it off and turn it on sometimes. But how did he do it? Hearing all the criticism. But then also hearing the heart. But he knew what was in the heart. So when someone says this, he knew what was in their heart. He had an understanding of the heart. And he teaches us something about the heart in Matthew 6. Let's go to Matthew 6. Verse 19. It says, Do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Um, Jesus says here, moth and vermin destroy. And I feel that in my own house. I've been there now nine years. Just, just always home improvement. Moth and vermin. You know? You know? Oh, that smells like mold. That's the worst thing you hear. You know? Oh, man. You know? Or, or just things falling apart. And seeing that is real, right? And the greatest thief of all is death. Yeah. Steals. You know? Your life. Um, but Jesus says something very important here. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It says it three times. Where your treasure is, there your heart also. And I think we understand what that means, but essentially our hearts, we're not so in control of our hearts as we think. So almost like a little fish that follows that shark around. You know what I'm talking about? That little fish that follows the shark everywhere or follows the bigger fish just to eat whatever it gets. Thank you. A remora. You know, that's like our heart. We follow where our treasure is. Amen? We follow where our treasure is. So essentially, the question we have to ask is where our treasure is. And then we'll find out where our hearts are. Where your treasure is. You know, that's how we examine our hearts. You know, what do people treasure the most in America, in this country? Freedom. 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 Right? We, I, I think, I thought about three things. I think about our time, which has to do with freedom. We value our time a lot here, don't we? Don't waste my time, you know? I'm in line. Come on, let, what, can't we make this more efficient? Time. Money. We value money. And we kind of do need to in some ways. We need to, do, we need to think about money and value money. Amen? 
And then relationships. We value relationships. And I put that on the third one. Because I think time and money come before relationships in this country. Mm. Not to be down our country. I love our country. But that's just where we're at. Yeah. What do you spend your best time doing? That's a great question. Your best time doing. You know, maybe it's you're at school and you're spending your best time doing that. But why are you doing that? You're, are you glorifying Christ with that time? You know, the question that I like to ask is, are you advancing the kingdom of God? Oh, that's not my job. That's like the leadership job. Or that's, that's, that's Glenn's job. He's the evangelist. No, that's your job. That's your job to advance the kingdom of God. We talk about how we want to reach all men. But I tell you what, if you don't take personal responsibility for advancing the kingdom, we're not. We're just going to stay in this city. It's on you just as much as it's on me. You know, people look to me and say, okay, you're the leader. How's the church doing? Actually, the truth is, no, how's the church doing? Yeah. That's you. Yeah. That's me. I, I'm just one person in the church. Yeah. When was the last time you were in a Bible study? And I'm not trying to be down on you. When was the last time you were in a Bible study? When was the last time you invited someone to church? If the answer is, I don't remember, your treasure is somewhere else. You know, well, I, I just had stuff going on, so I didn't come to midweek. Or I had stuff going on, so I didn't come to family group. Or I had stuff going on, so I didn't go to that study. What stuff did you have going on? There are some legitimate reasons why we miss things. Amen? And, and the thing that I would encourage you to do is get advice about that. Because remember, the heart is deceitful above all things. That's why I get advice. Because I need to see, am I thinking right and feeling right? Because my heart deceives me. Well, I live far away, or I do this, or I do that. You can move and live closer to us. And I'm not down on anyone for moving far away. But you made that decision. Right? That's on you. That's, that's, that's not on me. That's on you. And I'm not down on you, but I'm saying, are you advancing the kingdom? And a lot of the people, in fact, most of the people that are far away are going after it in a big way. I just want to encourage the people that feel like you guys are going for it. And I'm encouraged for you. But at the same time, are we advancing the kingdom? You know, we have a great opportunity with this, you know, next service on Sunday. To use, and this is the offering. Isn't it funny? But offering, offering our time to share our faith and follow up with people and think about it and pray about it and have a friend there. Oh, I'm not good at sharing your faith. Get good at it. Go get some help. I want to have friends there this next Sunday, and I want you to have friends there this next Sunday. You know, I was writing this out. Do you love me? To, to Jesus. And he said, and I heard his voice say, you're not giving your best to evangelism. Glenn. If you gave your best to evangelism, every month someone would be baptized that you personally met. You go, oh, that's kind of prideful to say. No, I, I actually... And convicted because I think that's true. Because I have the gift of evangelist. Evangelist. That's my gift. God, I didn't earn it. God just gave it to me. I'm not giving my best, church. I need to give my best. I'm going to give my best. I want you to give your best in that area. 
Amen. You know, um, well, you know, family group, I, I just got work during that time. Well, talk to your family group leader and beg them to change that time. And if that time can't change, go into another family group. Because we need to invest in our relationships. Amen? Amen. A lot of us don't even make a lot of money in our own jobs. Just keeping it real. So they're not that important, are they? Compared to the treasure of the kingdom of God? There's so many ways to make money in this life. God's going to provide, right? Wow, Glenn, you're coming at us. I'm coming at myself. Another thing I said was, give more special missions, Glenn. That's what I heard Jesus say to me during the communion. My wife's like, okay, well, we need to talk. But I already gave my special missions contribution, which I'm excited about. Every time during tax season, two things I love to do. I love to get my return, amen? <laughs> and then the first thing I do is I'm going to give my special missions, and part of that is going to be my return into that. So April, I give my special missions. I already gave, guys. Amen. But Jesus said, give more. We need it here. Figure out a way to give more. That, that's what Jesus said to me. I'm like, Jesus, okay. I know I can do it. Because Jesus said I could do it. The second thing, the third thing he said is, slow down and trust me. That was, that was not, I wasn't expecting that one. Slow down. The reason you don't slow down is because you don't trust me. Oh, man, that was, that was probably the hardest one. But, Lord, how am I going to make disciples by slowing down? It's like, you'll, you'll do better with that. They say slow down to speed up, right? <laughs> but that's what I heard from Jesus today on my quick little communion thing. I wasn't looking. I, was just, I wrote it down, and it was boom. It was just, it's like my spirit was speaking to me. It was encouraging. Amen. You know, our weekly offering shows where our treasure is. Yeah. You know... Some churches do this, and it's super encouraging. They do one day where they say, let's everyone give a tithe, a 10% of your income this week, and see where we're at in the congregation. Interesting thing to do, right? Just one Sunday, not every Sunday, just one Sunday. And it's also convicting, because the contribution goes way up. And why is that? You know, the Jews gave 23% of their offering. 23% per year on average, which is kind of intense. The Bible has no thought of, no, it doesn't command us to do anything. But I tell you what, when I read my Bible and about the Jewish people, I love them. They're very, you know, excited, amazing people. They've loved God in many ways. But there's also been some tough issues with the Jews, Amen. Over and over again, they turn their backs against God. And I have this thought, and I don't know, maybe it's a prideful thought. I'm not going to let some guy who turns their back on me, someone, I'm not going to let a Jewish person that, to turn their back on God outgive me. You know? And for me, that's what I think. 10% is just the beginning. And I want you to think about that. He says, bring the whole tithe in and see if I don't throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so many blessings you don't know what to do with them. Do you give a tithe? If you do, amen. If you don't, amen. I'm not 
it's not commanded. But again, I like giving my money away because I mock money. I say, you're not that important to me. I'm putting my treasure, see, where your treasure goes, there your heart goes. Your weekly offering affects your heart. Your weekly offering affects your heart before God. And that's what I want to talk about, your heart. That's what we're talking about. But it's a good thing to ask ourselves, wait a second. God said it many times. He must expect that that's okay to do. You know, we have special missions offering coming up. And that's at the end of October. <clears throat> and I, I talked to someone the other day, and, and I, 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 you know, lots of people are giving. Amen? Special missions is awesome. We're going to have some personal sharing about why we give special missions offering. But it's to advance the mission in Maine. Do you realize we wouldn't have no church if there was no special missions contribution? We would not have a church here. Many of us have been saved because of it. You wouldn't have a church here if it wasn't for the special missions contribution. That's why I give special missions. I've been to Albania. I've led the church there. There's, there's disciples in a Muslim country because of my special missions contribution. There's disciples in the second least church state in America because of the missions contribution. We're asking 10 times the weekly contribution. That's something that you go, wow, that's a lot, Glenn. How much is a soul worth to you? Are you grateful for the kingdom? I don't have that kind of money. I'm a student. You know, as a student... I'm encouraged that every, every single year I g- sacrifice dramatically. And I'm not just trying to toot my own. As a student, I would raise money somehow. I would sell stuff. If you counted up all your expenses and then took 10% of that, what would that come out to be? Just 10% of your expenses. That'd be a lot of money, wouldn't it? Just think about that. Think about how you as a student can excel in that. I want Cody and, and Kendra even to, to talk about that in the campus ministry. How can the campus outgive the rest of the contribution? And what I mean by outgive is like the widow outgive. How can you outgive us? I want to challenge the campus ministry in the heart, outgive us. I want Jesus to look in the plate and go, the campus gave the most. In this room. Wouldn't that be a great thing to say? Amen. Well, let's do it. Let's do it, campus. Let's do it, marrieds. Amen? Amen. I'm not going to live those campus students out give me. You know? I want to encourage you to examine your hearts. I hope that this has been encouraging to you. I know that I'm coming at you, but I, I, I care about this church. Amen. My whole family moved up here to build this church. Well, many of us have moved here to build this church. I care about it. I want to see it flourish and grow. But I'll tell you what, a church that's not totally in love with Jesus Christ in their actions, it's hard to do great things without Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage us as we take offering. Let's think about this. I know I appreciate the kids staying a little longer here today. I appreciate everyone having patience here. I hope you'll go over this stuff. You know, where is your heart right now with giving? 
the most precious things in your life, your time, your money, your relationships. The better question is not so much where your heart is, but where your treasure is. Whatever you invest in, there's your heart going to be. Are you invested in this church? Maybe the answer is I don't know. That's okay. Let's talk. We want only people that are invested. We'll talk to the people that are not, but I'm saying we, we need only people that are invested. I don't... Let's not waste your time and my time. Are you invested? Whatever that means, let's figure it out. If it means doing a Bible study, if it means talking about it, but you know how it is. Life's short. We're doing Ecclesiastes right now. I got like 20 more years of ministry, 30 more years of ministry. I got time. I don't got time for wasting time, right? I want to change the world. I want to change the world. And I want you to, too. But the first step is to figure out where your heart is. This church is, means a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. And for the next two Sundays, you're not going to hear much of me. So that's encouraging some way after this service. Let's say a prayer. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for these brothers and sisters giving their time to hear your word and even to hear your message that you put on my heart, God. And I know that it's challenging. It's challenging in my heart. But God, I know that, Lord, you're calling us higher. And that's exciting. You're calling us higher, God, and that's exciting. And I pray that we can love you, Jesus, with all our heart, minds, souls, and strength. Thank you for this offering. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.